The guests on Love Hurts occasionally use some adult language and go into some more intense subject matter. But that's kind of how real life works anyway. This is Love Hurts. I'm Brian Berlin. Today's guest is Matt Shafiq. Matt is a writer and performer living in New York City. Matt talks to me about falling for a friend with a boyfriend in college, and six years later he still found himself close to and pining for her. Eventually he finally decided to tell her how he felt. This is Matt's story. Matt, welcome. Thank you for having me. I don't I guess I've never I guess I mostly call you Shafiq, but this is that Matt is what are like most people call you? I get both I get three different versions. I get Matt, I get Shafiq, and yes. I get Matt Shafiq said in kind of a sing songy like one. Way. Yeah. That's <laughs> one little phrase. <laughs> so yeah. So any any are fine. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well thank you for being here. Yep. Uh what did you want to talk to everyone about today? Well, you you got some love stories on your show and I've got I got a bit of a doozy. Yes. Um it's uh, as an early warning or whatever. It's a it's a one sided love affair. Uh, okay, uh, I, th- I think it still counts. Uh, you can be the judge, I suppose. Yeah, a little a little unrequited. Unrequited. Yeah, yeah. That was and that was the um, the sort of the story of my life uh, in my my young years. Uh, from teenage, you know, from junior high school through high school, there were these like series of crushes that I had uh, that were increasingly frustrating. Because I really just like I, I made friends with all these girls and that was never a problem. And then I'd harbor these secret crushes on them. And I was I was like confident in one way and that I had no problem thinking I was like super cool to be around and hang out with whatever. But I guess after like one or two early rejections, I was like, oh, I guess I'm really unattractive. So the only value I have is like being a best friend. So I um, that's what that's how I got into a lot of trouble with a lot of these girls. I just I just would just not say anything, figuring like I'm well, at least I'm close to them. That's something. Yeah. And so this all really culminated in uh, in college. My sophomore year of college, I uh, I was living in a dorm at Williams College uh, in the Berkshires, and I uh, lived above this guy uh, who one floor below me, who was a pretty decent dude. I guess I'm going to avoid names. I think I think for the most part that's, here, but. Yeah. Uh, uh, and uh, his girlfriend, who went to Hampshire College, uh, came to visit a couple times. And I, I was told in advance, I'll, I'll describe her the way my friend at the time described me. He's like, dude, guy downstairs has like the hottest Bangladeshi girlfriend you've ever seen in your life. And I was like, okay, great, whatever. And, uh, and so one day I'm in that dorm, the common room where they have like Mario Kart 64, uh, just playing, spending a lot of time like I normally did. And she kind of came in and was like, oh, are you free? You know, do I want to play a game? I'm like, sure. And she introduced herself and we just kind of got chatting. And it, it turned out she like wound up having a lot of free time while she was uh, visiting because the boyfriend would like, not in a dickish way, I guess, but he'd be busy. He had other sp- sports and work and all the stuff to do. So she wound up having downtime. Okay. And I, I cleared my schedule for everything but like video games and I guess in very important college work or stuff that wouldn't let me fail. Uh, so I had more time. So we kind of formed this friendship. I mean, a girl that liked playing games or just hanging out. She was, she was super smart and funny, and it was just like had all the marks for like my latest crush. And I was in the market for a new crush, so uh, I went down the rabbit hole very quickly. We formed this kind of uh, uh, not unusual friendship. It was pretty straightforward. But she was like a fr- the girlfriend of a guy I knew uh, who didn't go to my school. But she, despite all those things, became like one of my closer friends very quickly. I'm sure in part because I was like very invested in like being her friend because I had a huge crush on her. But yeah. she also like 
she fully uh, reciprocated the friendship part of it. She, uh, uh, I guess, thought it was funny or whatever, or that, like, certainly I was doting in a way uh, that I guess maybe her boyfriend wasn't or hadn't been for a while. They were like high school sweethearts, I guess, that had continued dating. Uh, so uh, she... I didn't think anything of it. I never would have like, this probably, probably would have ended pretty quickly at the end of the school year, but a couple of kind of funny things happened. She invited me to visit her uh, over the summer. She was staying in Boston. I'd never been to Boston before. And I found the invitation where her, and her boyfriend was uh, traveling. He, in fact, was studying abroad for the entire junior year. So all of a sudden, the boyfriend was out of the picture. And for the first time in my life, I'm like, hey, maybe I have a shot with this girl. So uh, I go to visit her in Boston, and there's and there's like this separate mattress on the floor. Uh, so I'm like, <laughs> very early on, I'm like, okay. Like, there was no, the message was not mixed. Uh, but, but. I spent a weekend with her and it was like delightful. And like, we yeah. got, we got along in this way that like, I, there weren't many people in the world I like, spent weekends with, you know, just at, at age of 19. Like, who do you do that with besides like very, very close friends? Oh yeah. Um, it's very easy to get sick of somebody for a weekend. For sure. And that age, I mean now too, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. especially at that age. Yeah. Um, and I hadn't done this with any other college friends at that point. So I, uh, spent that weekend with her and then it was like, from then on it was like calls kind of regularly emails we make time to see each other her junior year boyfriend's away and so there are lots of calls where we're just talking i'm not an international call and we like talking so and i'd visit her at hampshire and she come to williams every now and again she came to new york to visit uh and we were like suddenly like besties but yeah but i was like just so so in love with her now at this point in my life i hadn't had a girlfriend in my life um and so she was the closest thing and i was like cool with it i'm like all right other than the sex stuff like this is like a relationship it's great yeah i'm getting a lot of the things that i'd want it, in a like, relationship it, with somebody it's sustainable it turns out for upwards of six and a half years uh so yeah, you, you've proven it through a scientific study of how long you could make this go for dear god so uh so my senior year of college, I actually kind of fall face first into my first relationship. And uh, this girl that I saw the crush on is relevant to this conversation because in my first relationship, this was another girl that I like kind of thought was attractive, uh, but didn't think she was into me. And uh, like the day before we went up dating, I had confessed to her that I had this huge crush on a girl who went to another school and I was like oh I hate this situation I mean whatever she was like oh you should tell her and I'm like no I can't it's too complicated um and then the next day I was complaining some more to this new girl and she's like well I like you I think you're attractive and I was like <laughs> oh shit I was like okay so do you want to date and she's like yeah and I'm like oh fuck what she knows about the other girl that I clearly told her I'm in love with. So we're Yeah, dating. it's like a weird move. So <laughs> weird. Like, so weird. There, there could be a whole separate podcast about her. Although that relationship was actually very short-lived. Actually, I can tell the story right here, right now. It lasted a month. <laughs> she, the whole time we were dating, she was like, you should tell this girl how you feel. You should tell this girl how this feel. Man. And we had this surreal moment. Her best friend happened to go to Hampshire College. So me and this new girl I'm dating go to Hampshire College and she's like, I'm going to help my friend now. You go hang out oh with the girl God. you're in love with. <laughs> Tell her how you feel. Okay, cool. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> and I go to Hampshire and the boyfriend from Japan is in town at the time. Oh, man. So uh, that one up being a disaster. And so I left, went back, and and me and the other girl, my first girlfriend, ended up there a month. And, you know, grateful for that experience. But Which I guess is probably fair since she was trying to get you to date somebody else the exactly. whole time. Exactly. I, like... I was clearly this, like, in-between thing for her. And she was clearly, like, yeah. not the solution <laughs> for me. So, yeah, I, you know, it was fine. I guess no one was, was really hurt by it. Um 
So I graduate from Williams, uh, and uh, this girl and I stay very close friends. Um, to the point that uh, we go on vacation like once a year together. Like my father had a condo down in Florida, um, and I was like, "Hey, we can go out here for free, whatever. Let's do that." And she's like, "Sure." And so just the two of you, go just on this the two vacation? of us, me and this platonic friendship I had, go on vacations together. The boyfriend, you're, you're gonna ask, gonna, yeah, you're gonna ask about the boyfriend. Totally cool with it. Which it, which is like fascinating on a number of levels. The, the, my take home from all that was I was such I was such not a threat. Uh, that he was like, yeah, male friend. That that may, I, he I, the, the end question of all this is like, who knew and when? Uh, but even if he didn't, he's like, e- oh, either way, e- if he's not with you, fine. You, yeah, <laughs> you just had like you had like the least amount of threatening to him. Like you were on, yeah. you were on like the yeah. lowest you could be on the food chain yeah. for him. You're yeah, like, hmm. I I wanted there to be one of these where he was like, oh, uh, he said he's a little uncomfortable with this happening so regularly, but nope, never happened. Yeah, that ne- you never got the thing of like. Our, yeah, he feels uh, <laughs> weird about us hanging out, but I still want to. <laughs> so uh, our second vacation together, we went to Costa Rica. Uh, and it was, the, it was one of the first times in my life I'd ever traveled internationally. So it was a pretty big deal. I was kind of on my father's dime. Uh, I have a separate long story about my dad and uh, him having a lot of money and, and helping me facilitate this life of not caring about money, but relying on his money. But uh, <laughs> the long and short of it was this was a kind of an all-expenses-paid trip for both me and this girl. Uh, so we go to Costa Rica together and it's, it's amazing. It's a beautiful country. She was very excited about it. I was very excited about it. Um, and we get this, uh, fancy, uh, room at the Fiesta Resort and Casino. I'll never forget. We had this nice fancy hotel room, uh, that had one bed in it. Uh, and I had to regularly be like, oh, uh, 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 I'll fix this. Don't worry. I'll fix this. And she was like, oh, what? You're, you're scared to sleep in the same bed with me? And I was like, uh, she's like, I'm just kidding. It's but like, she was like playful in this way. I can never be because it was too real. I, at this point in our relationship, I'm like, I sent her flowers like on her birthday, which yeah, is like, like, how many years is this in when you're at Costa Rica? Costa Rica was, I want to say four to five years of us being friends. This is like a couple years outside of college. Yeah. College was like three years of us being friends. And then this is another two years or so after that. This is like 2003 or so. Yeah. So you're still like very in your head about every interaction you're having with her where she's just like, oh yeah, we're friends. Like we can sleep in a bed together, whatever. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, it's totally casual to her. Um, we go on this long day trip. Uh, we go whitewater rafting, and it's super exciting and fun. Um, we, we meet this other couple. I want to meet the guy. This is a complete tangent. The guy who was on his face was on the box for the board game Life in like the eighties, the eighties version of the board game Life, and he's with his like new third wife or whatever, and they're like very playful and loving and super kind of sexual. And they're like, "So you two, what's your deal?" And we're like, "Oh, uh, just friends." <laughs> and they're like, "Well, Costa Rica can change things." And I'm like, "Oh God, stop it!" God That's damn where it. he met his third wife, <laughs> apparently. Um, so we have this wonderful day and this is like smack dab in the middle of our, like, I guess seven days you're planning on being out there. Uh, we get back to the hotel room and there's a note on the door saying, uh, her boyfriend, uh, urgent message. And we're like, oh shit, oh shit, what happened? So she calls and I watch her like call him and like the, her face just drop and tears start coming down her face. And it turned out her, her boyfriend's parents have been in a terrible car accident Oh man! and his uh, mother died and father like lost both his legs or something oh my god it was really bad um and so i'm just sitting there and like i had this selfish thought like oh well what's gonna happen to me now our perfect vacation you know and uh uh i go back to her i'm like all right well whatever you have to do is fine and she's like well i think i have to go back i'm like yeah totally get it and she's like but you should stay and i was like no i'm good i don't i I, 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 I no longer have any desire to be here anymore it's strange (laughs) right so 
uh, we leave you part ways and she sends me this very like loving text. She's like, thank you for being so kind about all of this. I really sorry. We, we're going to make it up. I'm make it up to you. We're going to go back to Costa Rica in a couple of years with that. I'm like, yeah, that sounds great. Um, so at about this point, I'm like kind of at a breaking point, um, where it's just like, I'm in my like close to mid twenties at this point, haven't had any real relationships since college. And it's just, it's deeply frustrating. She comes to visit and I'm like, my heart lifts and I'm in love and I'm happy. But like my life revolves around her in kind of a gross, gross way. Um, you know, and like she gives me just enough with like weekly phone calls. Or but sometimes the phone calls are just like her, like complaining about her boyfriend, you know, and like uh, it's hard. It's hard to hear that. And there's one of the story earlier in the friendship where her and the boyfriend briefly broke up. And they, uh, she had a moment where she was like kind of single and like all my friends were like, oh dude, now's the time, pounce, pounce, pounce. Uh, she called me like two days into being single and was like, I have, I have a story to tell you and I'm really upset right now. I'm like, what's up? She's like, I had this guy friend who I guess I thought was my guy friend and he like kind of made a move like two days into me being single and i'm like oh my god what an asshole and so (laughs) so there is like the potential that she had like five of you that existed in the world probably it's it seemed she was like yeah she was she was glorious she was great she was just so i i I could see that i could totally see it i wasn't aware of them but uh, yeah i I totally i don't mean that in a way of like but it's just it's you're the way you're describing her it seems like she's somebody who's like very friendly, yes. like somebody who's easy to like. Exactly. Yeah. So it's not. She made friends with everyone, yeah. and you can not, very easily see yourself falling on yes, the one side. Not that she's like stringing anybody along, but it's totally. just like that was her natural kind of like charm that she totally. put out into the world, yeah. kind of thing, right? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. She got like one of the things where she got along with almost anyone. I could see her around, yeah. and I introduced her to. So, um, so now we're at six and a half years into our r- relationship, uh, and we're on our. Third vacation together, this time back at my my dad's condo down in Miami. She had some like work-related reason to be down there. And I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll take a vacation week. I'll go down there and visit you, whatever. We'll stay at the condo again. So we go down there, and we're like two days into the trip. And I just at some point, like something in me just kind of snapped. And it was like it was like building to the point where I was like, God, how long has it been? And, just, and I, I couldn't sleep this one night. I'm just like tossing back and forth in my bed. I'm like, what? what is this? What am I doing? How long can I sustain this? Like, this is amazing. Like, she clearly, this is not gonna, a situation that's going to change on her end. She has no reason to. Um, and for my end, I'm seemingly unwilling to ever, like, change this this terrible, heart-wrenching path I'm on. So uh, after staying up basically all night, I, like, and pacing back and forth in my room. Finally, I wait till like the sun to be up, and I thought that was enough. And I just kind of like barged into her room. She was like in a separate bedroom, and I walk in, and I'm like, "Hey, good morning. Uh, I-, I have to talk to you." And she's like, "Aroused," <laughs> and she's like, oh, "Okay." Um, and I just sort of sit down at the edge of the bed, uh, and I have me able to really like face her, and I'm just saying, "Hey, uh, I I'm in love with you. Um, I've been in love with you uh, forever, and I." just want to get out of the way real quick i know you don't feel the same way um but uh i had to say something because it's kind of eating me up inside i think you're amazing and i'm i, I was like started just apologizing from this point and i'm like bubbling up and kind of crying and it's it's you know not particularly masculine but um she pauses for a very long time what seemed like an eternity in, in my head but it's probably just like you know 20 seconds um and she just says well uh Thank you for telling me. I, I wouldn't want you to keep that inside. And this other, this is additional pause of like 10 seconds. And then she just goes, we'd make a terrible couple. 
<laughs> and I'm just kind of like, uh, okay, sure, yeah, I, I thank you for your candor, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, um, you know, and, and and objectively, she was probably right, uh, and and maybe it was just like she was probably searching, racking her brain for the like, the kindest way to put me yeah, down, the with, right thing to say, without leaving any any sort of like wiggle room, right? And so in a way, it was perfect, but you know, I was like, all right, and so this kind of fascinating thing happened. We still had half our vacation left together, so we're still together for the next three days. Uh, so the floodgates kind of opened at that point, and I was like, all right, well, I can I can tell her everything. Like we we both agreed, let's still be friends. Like I was like, oh, now that I told her, this amazing friendship can continue. And so in my in my mind, like we're good, we're back on track now. Uh, and and I don't know what was going on in her mind, but but everything she said to me was positive. Like, oh yes, of course, you're a close friend of mine. I want to stay friends. So the rest of the trip is like me telling her stories like, oh, my God, this like mixtape I made for you. And like those flowers, like, how did you not know? And we're like laughing, laughing, laughing um, uh, and kind of like making fun of my obsession, uh, which felt like the right, <laughs> the best way to play it in my head. Like I'm, I'm king of self-deprecation. So it's like, sadder. oh, God. Yeah. In hindsight, Jesus Christ. So uh, so the trip ends. We hug. We part ways. Seemingly everything's OK. A week later, um, I have uh, uh, an erotic dream with her in it, and I my thought is, oh, well, I can tell her about this now because we're friends. So I <laughs> I email her like the next day, and I'm like, hey, how's it going? Blah blah blah. Oh God, crazy story. I had this like really weird sex dream with you last night. Is that weird? Anyways, blah blah blah. Uh, talk to you soon, Matt. And she sends me back this email that uh, essentially said, hey, um, I've been thinking a lot about it since our trip together and uh a lot of our friendship now seems a little disingenuous in hindsight and i'm having a really hard time reconciling a lot of things uh i think i need some time to think uh so if you could give me that i would very much appreciate it and so i sat in front of my computer reading this email 20 times over and saying like all right well i have only one move here and I replied and said, yep, take all the time you need. Hit send. And that was the last time we ever spoke. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. So on the plus side, it took a long time, but I did get over her. Perhaps faster than if we had stayed friends. Who knows? I don't know. Uh, it sucked because I did lose what was one of my best friends. Um but it, it was a, it was a weird kind of messed up sort of thing, and I don't know if it was ultimately healthy for her to be one of my closest friends, or you know, for that relationship to continue. So who knows? But yeah, yeah. I mean, that's yeah, it's a lot. I mean, I've I am somebody who's also found myself in positions of like pining over close friends, and I I think the thing that I've always done is I tell them, which in my head I feel like is like oh this. I'm letting them know what my feelings are and then they'll be like, oh, okay, I just don't feel that way about you. And then we keep staying friends. And I think it's hard. It's very hard in that situation. Like, it's almost nice that after you said what you said, you kind of didn't have to keep being friends. Cause there's like a torture to it in yeah. a way yeah. that you just like, how am I supposed to sustain this? It's like, right. cause everything's changed and, but you're, I don't know. It's tough. Yeah, I feel like there are parts in a in a relationship where you can do it and get past it. Like early on, I think it's pretty fine. Like there are yes. girls who like yes. I hung out a couple of times. I'm like, hey, you seem cool. You want to go out sometime? And they're like, I'm not really feeling that. I'm like, all right, cool. And then then it's like, well, that was a small bump for what was a minor friendship. 
And when you're at the crossroads where this can go either way, I can never see you again, and that's fine. But also, this was on... Um, yeah, this was like a funny... This was after yeah. a few times meeting you. Now we could just be real friends and like yeah. not... Yeah. This won't be a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and that's been like my core philosophy pretty much ever since then. I, like, I very much adapted, uh, adjusted my life accordingly after that relationship yeah, where like, I was like, well, I can't, I can't do this again. I'm already in my mid-20s. Yeah, there is a I, timeline that I have to hit if I'm going to like say how I feel about somebody. <laughs> yes. It needs to be... Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so I've... Like that, that fear I used, to, I harbored for a very long time with many women before her. I no longer uh, uh, worry about because that getting rejected early on is nothing compared with like the pain of like six yeah. years in being like, what, what am, what am I doing? Yeah, because that I mean, to me, that's the hardest part is the fact that you were able to like deal with it for six years, just being like, nope, oh, she doesn't know, but it's fine. Because, like, was there ever a time when there was, like, I mean, obviously you said you, like, shared a bed, which it probably is, like... Oh, we did. We, we, I wound up get, insisting on a, sec, a second room with two beds. Okay. So you, <laughs> we did not share a bed. So it's, like, yeah, were there any moments where you were, like, oh, some this is a sign? Or, like, were you trying... I guess it's, like, were you trying to think of... Overthink these things in your head of, like, this is it. She feels something for me. Like, did you play that game in your head at all? Or I were think you just it really like, was just the low esteem male equivalent of, uh, I'll like, I'll wear her down or something. Or maybe one day she'll have to see how great I would be. Like, like there's this, you do yeah. this formula in your head, right? This crazy formula where you're like, if I just hang out long enough, I'm just there. At some point, you know, as long as the boyfriend goes away, you know, however, whatever's going to happen with them. And, and they like fought enough that there was like a certain level of optimism. It's like, well, how many high school romances wind up being the one? <laughs> Spoiler alert. They wind up getting married eventually. There, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, it, it, they, they were rocky enough. I got a phone call from her. Where she was complaining about him where I'm like, OK, well, at some point, like, obviously, she's going to go to the guy who's patiently listened to her and hang out with her and like could easily spend a weekend with him. Like, who's the next best thing to the current boyfriend you have? Who's not the best thing in your life? Oh, it's me. So, the, you know, it wasn't like I always knew it was sort of unrealistic, but it was also like, well, this is the best thing I have going for me. I might yeah. as well wait for it. Yeah, there's nothing else that is calling to me that I should. Other women did, are knocking down my door. Did you find yourself like if there were women that you could find yourself in some sort of romantic relationship with would you kind of like compare them to her without even real like would you like oh, not definitely. keep yourself from pursuing other things because of yeah, your feelings like, for her i was i was on uh i was one of the earliest proponents of online dating like in the early yeah, 2000s yeah. i was like oh match.com sounds great and like i didn't have i had a couple of bad dates whatever and i it, it, at that point, I don't think any of those were like, oh, because of my love for this girl, they didn't work out. I think it was just like a bad scene. Uh, and also, I was still in a very insecure place. Um, but uh, definitely, even post uh, our friendship ending, the first couple of girls I dated after her, it was like, man, why am I still thinking about her? You know, yeah. it, 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 that, that hadn't gone away yet, you know? And like, you just, you inevitably, for like, it, she was like that ex, even though she was not officially an ex, she was basically like that, that quote unquote perfect ex, whatever, in my yeah. mind. No, I've had that same experience, and it's like it's weird because you have that moment where you're like, "Oh, this can't work," but it never did work. It never, exactly, and, and, it's and a- because of that, it's almost the uh, uh, the perfect like hindsight, like it's the the most rose tinted or rose tinted glasses, right? Where it's like we were never in a relationship. Everything we experienced was like that one weekend we spent together. It, we, we saw each other like once a week. Oh, sorry. Once every few months for like a weekend, you know, at best. And like, so then of course it's a perfect relationship. Like you voluntarily, yeah. you were basically two buddies yeah. hanging out voluntarily for like a short period of time. Yeah. Like never you a just, chance for us to you fight. You just had a really good friendship that you then put these like other feelings in your head yeah. that she didn't feel so 
Yeah, it's yeah. like, and you didn't have to deal with any yeah. of like the potential fights that you get into being like as intimate as you get in a relationship. It yeah. was like you got all the best things yeah. of it, other than just being tortured at the same time. Exactly. Yeah, it's a real fun place to be. <laughs> <laughs> the funnest. Uh, yeah, I recommend it for anyone who who's having who has too good of a self esteem. Go ahead and crush on someone for yeah if you're feeling too good about yourself just like definitely crush hard on somebody you can't be with it's real fun yeah um yeah i remember the person that i was like crushed on for a few years who had a boyfriend yeah we went on like this writer's retreat together one weekend and we like opened the door and i walk inside and again like she knew that i had these feelings for her at one point in time and it it was weird it was weird the whole thing it was it's it's tough because we are close and we were just going there, but it was in this time. I was like, I don't know what's gonna if something is gonna is this like the thing we're on this thing together. And I walk into the house and I go up the stairs, and the thing that is like sitting right at the top of the stairs is the sign that the guy had taken from like a ski mountain or whatever. Like it was the name of like a ski trail, uh-huh. and the trail name was called the Bone Zone. <laughs> And I was like, what is going on here? And then the entire time was just that thing we were talking about. It's like you have this intimate friendship that whole weekend. Like we were hanging out and doing all this stuff together and getting dinner and going on these adventures. And then at night, we would just go in these separate bedrooms. And it was so weird. And I think that was the time like that happening was the thing that was like, I can't feel this way about this person anymore. Like this is never going to be more than this. I can't like let myself feel this way about this person anymore and it like i wasn't as big of a snap of like we you know we're still friends and i don't know i don't know if you're like still would like to be friends with that person or not or like she would have to reach out to me yeah uh, yeah you're still I'm, waiting I'm sticking for that i'm sticking i'm sticking to that word the word of my email from all those years ago uh i i i've written about this a bit and uh i have i have had the fantasy many times of like running into her and like how that would go down and like i just the fantasy is always like me kind of being like you know well uh, here I am in a place where I'm finally over you and like we can actually have a real conversation now about it. The thing that bugs me sort of to this day a little a little bit um, is, is everyone who's heard this story uh, has always said, well, how did she not know? Like it seems it seems impossible. And, and, and I, I'm inclined to agree with that because like I don't really know how someone could get flowers and mixies and regular calls and yeah all, all these things like <laughs> like like there was a level of doting that was above like I, I have lots of female friends now and and very many levels of degrees of closeness but all of them like none of them have ever gotten flowers for me none of them have um i don't know like it, it is different but uh it, it's tough to say like uh, she, was she just operating in good faith the whole time and being like, well, she, she had to just kind of being like, well, this is how he is or whatever, like, because I never made a move because at this point, excellent, that but more and more time had gone by. She's like, well, he would have said something by now, right? Like, yeah, plausible exactly. deniability, exactly. I guess, is the, the, is the like- biggest factor here. But still, like, um, in the back of my mind, I think she must have known on some level, but I guess it felt as long as I was not acting on it, maybe it was fine. I don't know, but it, it it is one of those things that's like I, the one question I really want to ask her is like, did you did you really not know? Uh, yeah, is this something you were sort of just saying to protect yourself and also whatever? Or yeah, yeah, to me or yeah, yeah, because I could see it like the fact that yeah, if you were just friends the whole time and you never said anything, that she'd just be like, yeah. But then it's like, yeah, getting flowers on your birthday or something. It's like. Oh, well, my boyfriend didn't get me flowers, but <laughs> Matt did. Like. <laughs> yeah. Things like that. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, it's uh, it's tough to say. 
but it was a, a, a fascinating point in my my history and i've grown quite a bit since then i'm happy to say yeah do you <laughs> like is that something that you just like don't find yourself i guess it's like you probably have a much better perspective on like relationships with not just romantic but just like ha- yeah dealing the, with that was like the beginning of a journey right like the, the, the end of that friendship was like me being like okay I'm going to forget everything I knew <laughs> and start over. All I know is this one really bad thing not to do and, and, uh, and starting over from there. And it was like a, a, a pretty long journey to like grow some self-esteem and get to the point where I feel comfortable kind of being myself and being comfortable expressing myself to anyone that I'm yeah. interested in. And I think those are the two most important things. Yeah. So. And now you're just out, out here in New York city, living it up, living it up. <laughs> <laughs> awesome well thanks so much matt if people want to find out about you do you have a website or anything or shows that people can check you out at i do perform uh, at the magnet theater twice a week uh once with uh once week per metal boy we perform wednesday nights at 8 p.m and uh on the armando diaz experience adx at 7 30 on saturdays cool mm-hmm. well thanks so much for doing this thank you for having me yeah this is how is how we fight for something that's right. Love Hurts is produced, hosted, and edited by Brian Berlin. Theme music by Mickey Hommel. Show art by Caroline Mallon. You can find Love Hurts on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like the show, Rate and review it on Apple Podcasts, and tell a friend about it. You can find Love Hurts on Instagram and Twitter at LoveHurtsPod, and our website is LoveHurtsPod.com. I'm Brian Berlin, and this is Love Hurts.